Welcome to the Voice Over Work podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Newton Media Group, a family of creative services. Today is Friday, June 4th, 2021. On the podcast today, we'll take a little deeper look into a book introduced in a previous podcast with a chapter-by-chapter look at How to Extract Info, Secrets, and Truth. Make people reveal their truth, thoughts, and intentions without them even knowing it. Written by Patrick King, narrated by Russell Newton. Chapter 1. Observe. Being a better communicator is one thing, but when you think about it, so much of what we say to one another is far beyond the verbal language we share intentionally. If you want to become better at reading people and understand them on a deeper level, it's necessary to go one step deeper than what we normally think of as communication. In the chapters that follow, we're going to explore several subtle but effective ways to quietly gather information about the people around us, even and especially when they're not deliberately sharing it. We'll look at the power of observation, how to master questioning techniques to your advantage, and see what we can learn from interrogators, interviewers, and even cold readers and psychics. But first, we'll start with something simple, merely looking at what's right in front of you. If you really look, there's a lot of information to be gleaned about the people you interact with. The idea that people cannot help but reveal their true intentions and feelings one way or another is an appealing one. People can say whatever they like, but it's always been understood that actions speak louder than words and that people's facial expressions or body language can inadvertently reveal their deepest selves. We are, in effect, communicating all the time, sending out information about our intentions and feelings but only a small fraction of this is verbal. Observing people's actions and behavior in real time is what we most commonly understand to be analyzing people. It might seem natural to look to people's physical bodies in space to intuit what's going on in their heads, and there's plenty of scientific evidence to support these claims. Physical appearance can tell you a lot about a person's feelings, motivations, and fears. Chapter 2. Ask. Observations allow you to gather the low-hanging fruit when it comes to information about people. A lot of what you want to know is right there for the seeing. Questions, however, take things a step further and actively elicit information from people, not merely observing their reaction to the environment, but creating a stimulus that they respond to. The great thing about questions is that you can target and guide the person in front of you so they share with you a response you can analyze more closely. The most skillful form of questioning, as you can probably guess, is subtle and natural, so it's never detected. Ordinary conversation can conceal your more deliberate intentions, if only you ask questions that seem relaxed, unobtrusive, and appropriate to the situation. In the same way that we can miss valuable information about others because we simply don't observe what's right in front of us, we can also fail to understand those around because we're not really listening when they respond to us. Through innocent questioning, we can uncover a host of information that represents an entire worldview 
or set of values. For instance, what if you were to ask someone where they obtained their news and which television channel, which set of publications, which magazines, and which pundits or hosts they preferred? It's a prime illustration of an indirect question that lets you understand quite a bit about how they think. Yes, it involves a bit of extrapolation and guesswork, but at least there's a concrete piece of information to go on, and many concrete associations with it. The answer to one question spurs another, more targeted question, and so on. Combined with the observation techniques already covered, you can see how a... Chapter 3. Comfort. We've been painting a picture of human beings as dynamic, responsive agents in a constantly shifting environment. We can observe them and their environment and make inferences and educated guesses about who they are, as well as use indirect questions to subtly confirm our suspicions or reveal deception. But one way to elicit information that you might not have thought of is to work not on the person themselves, but on the environment they're in. It's a subtle shift, but it comes down to creating an atmosphere of trust and comfort. Some people start with zero trust in strangers and keep their guards high until they see enough signs that they feel comfortable letting their guard down. For these people, trust is slowly earned and a privilege, never a given. Trust is the ultimate placing of faith in someone, and that's not something to be taken lightly. On the other hand, other people immediately embrace strangers with open arms and assume good intentions. This is where trust is automatically given as a policy with the understanding that it can be lost. Wherever you might fall on that spectrum, it's clear that trust is assigned different values based on people's experiences. If you've had positive experiences with being open with strangers, you're more likely to continue in that fashion and vice versa. This is all to say that trust can be a hard quality to nail down, perhaps harder than other facets of likability and charm. But is there a way to shortcut the process if you come across someone who thinks trust is to be earned over a long period of time? How can you win over even the most guarded and standoffish person who doesn't even leave their bag with you when they use the restroom? Well, on the topic of direct trust alone, there's a... Chapter 4. Read and Tell. So far... This book has been about ways to extract information from people without them being aware that you're doing it. With the power of observation and a few targeted questions, you can read far more into people than what they believe they're sharing with you. And so in this spirit of developing a special kind of listening for things that aren't said outright, we have to take a look at those people who have thoroughly mastered this skill, con artists, more specifically, We'll look closely at the techniques employed by those claiming to be psychics, mystics, mediums, and clairvoyants who can hear the voice of your dead auntie. Now, two points before we continue. First, we won't discuss the truth of the claims made by such people, i.e., whether it is or isn't possible to tell the future, hear the dead, or read minds, and leave this to your own discretion. Second, the point of learning these techniques is not to become a TV show charlatan wearing beads and going into trances. Rather, we'll take a look at how the methods used in this admittedly cheesy phenomenon 
can actually be used more universally. In other words, if we want to learn a few more techniques for reading people well, the fake psychics have a lot to teach us. So-called cold reading techniques are a little more advanced than the clues and signs we've learned about in earlier chapters and require us to think on our feet and adapt pretty quickly in evolving situations. But the great thing about cold reading is that it can be done, well, cold, i.e., without you ever having met the person before. With practice, you can combine many of the techniques already discussed, such as body language, clothing, mannerism. Chapter 5. Interrogation. Sort of. From the dazzling world of fake psychic cold reading, that's sarcasm, we now move to the arguably more higher-profile world of FBI agents, private detectives, and special investigators who are paid to dig out the truth no matter what. Just like with the fake psychics, however, we're not studying these proven interrogation techniques because we literally hope to one day be Jack Bauer in a dark room somewhere torturing the enemy. Rather, we can use some of the fascinating research and insights in this field to apply to our everyday lives. If you become really good at extracting information from people using the following techniques, your target will not even be aware that you've practiced any techniques at all. As with the tricks we've explored from faux psychics, the best interrogation techniques are not showy and pushy. Instead, they're subtle, gentle, and invisible. When you're mining for the information in this way, you get used to the fact that you'll seldom get a straight answer from anyone. But what other information can you get in the process? What else is their answer telling you? And what other guesses could you make with what you're given? Let's take a closer look. Technique 1. Playing it cool. Think about it. The whole reason you have to employ subtle techniques of info extraction in the first place is because people, for whatever reason, are reluctant to share that information directly. If you give an impression of someone deliberately trying to force that information from the person, they will correctly perceive your questioning as a threat or intrusion and deliberately shut down. On the other hand, if you can practice the fine art of informality... This has been How to Extract Info, Secrets, and Truth. Make people reveal their true thoughts and intentions without them even knowing it. Written by Patrick King, narrated by Russell Newton. Copyright 2021 by Patrick King. Production copyright by Patrick King. Amazon.com has more information regarding the author and this book. Show notes and further information can be found at RussellEricNewton.com. With an eclectic collection of insights, knowledge, and trivia from some of the newest audiobooks on the market, this has been the Voice Over Work podcast, brought to you by Newton Media Group, a family of creative services.